Today's show is brought to you by Squarespace. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code GIRLBOSS at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful. And by FreshBooks. Are you on your journey to becoming your own girl boss? FreshBooks wants to help you get there. FreshBooks makes creating and sending invoices, organizing your expenses, and tracking your hours the easiest part of your day. Try it for free for 30 days at freshbooks.com slash girlboss. Hi, and welcome to another installment of Girl Boss Radio from Panoply. I'm Sophia Amoruso, the founder of Nasty Gal and the author of Girl Boss. On this show, I talk to different girl bosses, women who I think are interesting, accomplishing their own things, building their own brands in a variety of fields to find out how they got to where they are today and what they've learned along the way. And this week's guest is a really interesting woman named Amanda Bacon. But first, Liz is back on the show. Liz Carey is an actor, comedian, and writer, and someone who makes me laugh, so I'm selfish for having her on the show. You can find her at the Liz Carey on Instagram, and we're going to talk about our week and, of course, our girl boss moments. Hey, Liz. Hey, Sophia. Thanks for being here. That sounded like the beginning of a cheer. Hey. Hey, Liz. Hey. Hey. Hey, what? Hi. 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 Liz. Sophia. We've both been sick in the last week. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to. It's really going around. I know. I kicked her out of my house. She was rolling around on the floor. Yeah. Then I got home and started rolling around on the floor. But we had two different things. I ended up coating my toilet in, like, purple smoothie. Is that what happened? That's what came up? Everything. Everything came up. I'm sorry about that. The whole world just, you know, it was like a hold of China just came up. I hate to say it, but. Did you have a super flat stomach the next day? No, I think I was still bloated. No. I always get secretly excited the next day. I'm like, what? Yeah. I've been been drinking soup for five days. Yeah. Looking good. I know. I've got the flu and I'm like, my skin is glowing. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. I got to say, you're wearing blush. You're wearing blush. I'm not wearing blush. Oh, God. No, the last week has been really, really rough. We had to lay off some people last week. Not fun. Not fun. And these were really, really great people that I'm going to miss who are doing a really good job. I mean, we're taking good care of them, and they're people who are going to be in great demand. So I'm confident that they'll find great jobs, but that's a crazy thing yeah. to have to do. And it's a responsibility that I never knew I would have. And part of my job is making unpopular decisions. And it's yeah. also part of running a responsible business. But you hit 2 million followers. On Instagram? Yeah. We did. I saw that. We did. We posted a funny video. I liked that video. There's always great things happening. I watched that video a few times. It was funny. Finishing the second book. You're so unproductive. I know. I'm really bored. (laughs) Like, if I can think of somebody that's lazy, I'm like, hmm, Sophia, super lazy. (laughs) She's puking and like tapping away at her computer like, I'm still working on my second book. I had some really productive phone calls from bed on Monday when I was like. Just be quiet dying i hit 104 fever on sunday oh so the thermometer wasn't broken i don't know my husband tried to convince (laughs) me the thermometer was broken i was so pissed i was like i'm actually sick why would you disagree with me this is not productive i'm sick i know i started tapping out the thermometer across the room like a crazy person i tapped out directions like she was a newborn i was like You've got to alternate Tylenol to Motrin and then an ice me. bath. You did? Oh, no. I, I tried to take a lukewarm bath. It was really uncomfortable. As soon as I barfed, I felt a lot better, yeah. basically. So, Can we talk about something a little bit exciting? Sure. 
Congratulations. Oh, God. On your TV show. TV show. It's really surreal. That's me clapping. Oh, my God. I know. Not a dolphin or a seal. It's crazy. I'm not going to be on TV, but yeah, I sold Girl Boss to Netflix. I'm still alive, and there's a TV show about me. Yeah. Um, It's kind of crazy. On Netflix, you know, mind you. Yeah. With Charlize involved and... Kay Cannon, who wrote Pitch Perfect and Pitch Perfect 2. And has been, I gave it a burp. They've both applause. been guests on this podcast, and now you know why. Now it all adds up. It's really full circle here. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I'm going to try an audition for that show, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have any girl boss moments this week, Liz? I really don't. It's Valentine's Day week, and I hide this week. I hate Valentine's Day. I was brutally dumped on Valentine's Day. A year ago? Uh-huh. Okay. I laid in his yard afterward. <laughs> oh my God, laid down? He broke up with me on the phone <gasps> on my way to his house. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're not doing this on the phone. We were in a long term relationship. I had a cake. Anyway, I just drove over there with my cake and my red dress on and waited on the doorstep. And then. It's so sad. So sad. Two of my friends intervene, like, we're sending an Uber. You got to, it's, come on. You got to get out of there. <laughs> it's like you're pa- entering a war Pack zone. it up. Pack it yeah. up, lady. I found a bottle of scotch that I was bringing over there and drank it. But two hours in, he came back and I'd peed in the alleyway and fell asleep on the stairs. I mean, it was horrifying. Wow. Anyway, so this year's got to be better than that. Do you have a Valentine? Uh, yeah. We're just going to go eat some Italian food. Do you have any plans for this Valentine's Day? Do you have a Valentine? I do. We already know about this. Oh, she's blushing. We love talking about this. He may have to leave tomorrow. Oh, Oh, I'll be really bummed. In which case, I'll just go with you and Joel. I don't think that'll be awkward at all. (laughs) So I would change the reservation to a possible three. And I think we were going to go on a road trip. Oh, cool. To Ojai. Ooh, fun. So I'm going to do that. There's some ring that's called, it's a diamond ring, and it's supposed to be for your lover and your best friend. And my son was so confused. He goes, well, how on earth would you give it to your best friend and your lover at the same time? That would be so awkward. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. So they keep playing that commercial, and every time it plays, I imagine this guy, like, trying to give this one ring over, like, (laughs) Put it on two fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Every kiss begins with (laughs) farts. You got it at Jared? <laughs> Why do I love it when she says that? That's Who's Jared? Yeah. Why does Jared... Subway? Why does he have so many diamonds? The guy from Subway has Why are another they in side business. <laughs> Every week, our listeners send in their girl boss moments on social media, hashtag girl boss moment, with what you've done in the last week that you're the most proud of. It can be anything from... I got a raise to I quit my job and started my own company. So, right. you know, this one's really cool. What? Jocelyn Floor. That's what I was going to say. Oh, it's so good. Raise my hand in class more this semester than I ever have in my lifetime. Hashtag overcoming fears. Hashtag girl boss moment. That's a really good one. It's really good because it's such a small thing. It sounds easy to just not even really be proud of yourself for something like that. But... You know, I learn so much more when I'm interacting, when I'm engaging. I'm not a good just sit and listen kind of learner. Yeah. So when you do engage, you just, you gain so much more. It soaks in. It's funny that we both had that one circle because I spent most of my high school life doing one of two things, either raising my hand like a maniac because those were the people that would never get called on in class Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or 
putting my head in my backpack when it was time to raise your hand and pretending to look furiously for a missing pencil so that I didn't get called on. Oh, wow. So that's why I like that one as well. I raised my hand a lot. Of course you did. I was still I like, a troublemaker. I just like to... you're right. It's it's the best way to learn. I was born. Engaging and doing engaging work and yeah. being engaged in school will pass the time like you're not passing the time. Right? Exactly. Ashley Dixon quit my, quote, big girl job to start from square one and become an entrepreneur. I wonder what your big girl job was. I want to know. Um, congrats. Jacqueline, Mrs. Rock Envious says, when you realize you and another woman are discussing domain and DNS server issues. Hashtag girl boss moment. That's cool. Yeah. You got a website. Exactly. Got to know what's, what's up. Circle that. I think every too. woman should honestly understand that stuff. Well, um, yeah, they should u- They should be using Squarespace. Yeah. You probably wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't have to do that. They wouldn't have to have those questions, would they? Maybe not as much. And if they, you know, were listening today, they would get 10% off if they didn't. <laughs> yes, me um, to promote a product, and I'll work it into the conversation, people. I'm so jealous of this one. MCCXOXO says, taking the time for self-improvement and going back to school, concluding that it was the best decision ever. Hashtag girl bus moment. I love that. Because it's not about whether you went to school or didn't go to school or in school or out of school. It's just doing the things that you know are best for you. And only you know those things. Yeah. I would love to go back to school someday. Someday when I have a more empty calendar. Yeah. Or I can empty it. Ooh, Katie Ashcraft. I think I saw a picture of this actually on Instagram. I think I went Instagram. to high school with her. Making it to product development meetings for Sephora collection. It's really cool. Cosmetics. Yeah. Beauty stuff is so fun. Liz doesn't have a girl boss moment this week. That's okay. No, I had the flu, so I get a hall pass. So I had no moment. My moment was mom boss down. My girl boss moment was just getting through the week, I guess. Yeah. So even though on the outside, my week looks like all really great in pictures. Awesome. Yeah. You know, one thing I like to tell people is don't compare your hustle to their highlight reel. Yeah. So, so true. I'm only going to show you my highlight reel. I mean, I guess I'm I'm talking about things other than my highlight reel right now but i'm not going to post about no. stuff that makes me unhappy on instagram i like to have I conversations that. about inspiring things but i want to start an instagram based strictly on my real life stuff which is called at my real life shit just so that when anybody <laughs> mentions anything like everything unglamorous. yeah when yeah. they're like it looks like your life's going so great i want to be like did you check at my real life shit because you must only be looking <laughs> at my regular Instagram check in with at my real life shit and get back to me. So That's I don't good. know if anybody's going to follow that, but if you want to jump in, we you should do it at my real life shit. You want to jump on there? Just yeah, I kind of like it. Let's do it. Cool. Thanks, Liz. This was fun. Okay, time for the interview. Before the wellness and health crazed, Amanda Bacon opened a little shop in Venice called Moon Juice. She now has locations in Silver Lake, the Ace Hotel, and a soon-to-be store on Melrose Place. Amanda is on a mission to keep people healthy and happy one brain dust at a time. Amanda, thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me. This is me. pretty exciting. <laughs> I'm holding uh, almond milk. Oh, I just opened it. Did you hear that? <laughs> almond juice? Almond milk. Almond milk. Almond milk. But it's, but it's almond juice. It's all the same. It's almond blood. <laughs> Uh, something I like to kick off the episode with is, um, what was your first job? I was thinking about this, and I was like, well, I scooped some ice cream. I was cool. a camp counselor. Oh, 
I was selling weed. <laughs> oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> Which is, you know, like forever the, the plant advocate. And it was plant medicine and peddler of the herbs. I need weed advice because every time I smoke weed, it's a completely different experience. And sometimes I'm paranoid and sometimes I feel like I'm going to pee my pants. And other times it's like, do you just need to have a really consistent supply of weed and not smoke random weed or like... I, know, I haven't smoked weed in 10 years. Okay. Yeah. Maybe longer? I give it a shot every few years and it's never, it's like never not. the blast that I remember it being. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess ingestible things have always been a part of your story. So, you know, I've always worked with food. I barely made it out of high school. I don't have a college degree. Join the um, club. <laughs> so I love when, you know, I'm talking to Stanford students. Uh huh. I just went up to Stanford and audited a class for two days. And I was like, I'm in a class at Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and who let me in the back door? <laughs> I don't belong here. I know. I, it's great. It, but it sounds really relaxing. Doesn't going to school and studying learning is awesome. Sound, I dream of that all I the just time. want to be successful so I can afford to go to school. That's, I'm still working for I'm my at. goddamn education, you guys. I yeah. I have the I have the same fantasy every day. Yeah. It's like I wish I'm gonna retire early. I want to go to so art I can go center. to school. Yeah. 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 You know, I was working with food. I kept trying to direct myself to the fine arts and I couldn't get away from food. And I couldn't get away from plants. And I found myself in Italy. I couldn't stay in a museum. I kept ditching and going to the farmer's markets. I didn't want to learn how to fiddle with a camera. I didn't really want to work in a magazine. I tried all these things, and I just wanted to cook. So I traveled around a bunch, as you can do when you don't go to college. Yeah, and with a backpack? With a backpack. All by Mostly yourself? Mostly all by myself, cool. and then I found a boyfriend one day. So wait, you were like a wandering backpacker in Europe? I was a wandering backpacker. For how long? I did that for like four weeks or something, but it sounds um, like that was a lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I did that for a few years. I met some that were more serious than I was when I went to Europe, and yeah, it's a whole thing. Like, oh, oh it's like a subculture. What are you up to? You? Oh, I'm gonna go to you know maybe Asia for a while and get a job here or like whatever. You can see the world. Yeah. With very few belongings. With, yeah, very few belongings. You don't really need anyone with you. And you didn't need that much cash when did I did it. Did you feel safe? Yeah. I was a New Yorker. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if you're going to come at me, uh huh, you know, I've yeah, got a Pellegrino like, bottle. Yeah, totally. Like you're ready. <laughs> but so I was traveling and, and doing that. And at some point I said, hey, I guess the food thing's not a joke. Why don't I actually formally pursue this. I had lofty ideas of opening a hotel in Uruguay, and that didn't pan out. And then I thought, well, you know, if the hotel was going to have a restaurant, and that's what I was really interested in, I think I should figure out how to properly chop an onion. Mm -hmm. That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I cried, yeah, it's hard. So you went and worked for a chef. I did. I went to culinary school for a second, and I just felt like this is a racket. Why am I paying these people mm -hmm. when I could go work for free for a chef that's going to scream and yell at me? Did you get yelled at? No, I didn't. Okay, because you work for a woman. <laughs> no, well, she was a yeller. <laughs> oh, yeah? Okay. But I'm really good at not having my face in a certain situation. So if she's getting agitated and something has gone really wrong and I didn't do it, you just leave the scene. 
So this was this was Suzanne Gowen. And so if you guys don't know, she is the chef and owner of AOC, which is a restaurant that I really, really mm-hmm. enjoy. How long did you work with her? I worked with her for a couple of years. I watched her go through a transition of really being at Luke, which was her first restaurant, and where I was with her, and AOC, and then really expanding and having her book come out and trying to open Tavern. And then she had three kids in the middle of all of that. So it was an awesome thing to watch. Yeah, I'm sure. It was really inspiring. And And I I think of her daily now with a kid and, you know, trying to open spaces and do this and do that. And so there is this almost daily acknowledgement I have of her. And I can go back and revisit moments where I didn't quite understand where she was coming from or the experience she was having. You know, you can see it. You can witness it. But, you know, she's the teacher that just keeps teaching. That's so cool. I keep understanding her more and more. Yeah. Just being able to. Because you're going through yeah. probably a lot of the same stuff as a business owner now. Yeah. yeah. And then you became the food editor at the Los Angeles Times Magazine. Yeah. These were like some of the first things on your resume? Yeah, I guess it was like scooping ice cream, selling weed, Uh and then... (laughs) And then like going to like... And then like Suzanne Gowen in the LA Times. That's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) There was other stuff happening in between there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, I mean, were you a food critic? Is that the same thing? Well, no, you know, I, I took more of a journalistic approach to it. So it was coming up with stories that we wanted to run... You know, I got to do a story on sea urchins. I got to do a story on a cover story on a ranch in California. And it was happening really when normal people were becoming enchanted with this farm-to-table movement and California cuisines. And it was also right before the crash. So the editorial budgets were... You know, it was the end of those days. Mm-hmm. You want to fly to Vegas and explore desserts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Stay in a suite. You know? Sounds like fun. Tell me the first things you did to kind of cobble together what Moon Juice was in its early days. I had opened a restaurant. I had you know, gone in with some sweat equity on a restaurant project that did not fare well. It was a devastating moment for me when I had put, you know, almost a year of my life and time into something and invested in it that way. And things went funny. And, you know, there there was a moment of, what am I going to legally pursue these people and go after something? Or do you just let it go and let the next thing come to you? The time that stuff costs you more than you'll get out of it. It sucks. Yeah. That was a really wonderful restaurant lawyer's free advice to me was, kid, you got a million ideas. Move on. You're talented. That's cool. So I did. And I thought, you know what? Let me give myself a break because I've been working day and night in kitchens for years. And, you know, that break lasted maybe five days. I was like, I'm really, I'm going to go to the beach in Mexico. I mean, I had all of it. And five days later, sitting on the beach, it was, you have got to do this one thing that you've really wanted to do. And it really came from being a closeted health freak. Mm -hmm. I guess now wellness is having this fashionable moment. Mm -hmm. And it's chic. You know, it's chic. Don't act surprised. (laughs) (laughs) It was not always that way. I mean, it was really like I was a closeted. No, five years ago, it wasn't. No. No. 
you know. Five years ago? Yeah. No. My clogs were nerdy. The Birkenstocks were worse. You know, my weird green juice that I was drinking was an eye roll. Mm -hmm. And especially in the fine dining world. You know, it's like, what, this is really wacky. So I was living this Jekyll and Hyde thing of fine dining existence and then my weird health nerd. Mm -hmm. I thought, you know what? I'm just going with the health nerd. That feels real. Let's see if we can buff the health nerd out a little bit. Mm -hmm. because Put some I lipstick think, on the buff yeah. the, the health nerd. <laughs> yeah. I think people want this. Squarespace is amazing. I used it to build the Girlboss website. Oh, you did? It was really easy. Good. I wish I would have used Squarespace because my website looks like a 12-year-old made it. It's cool so. because you can customize anything yeah. and you can plug in like a mailing list to it. You can plug in a contact form. Oh, um, you can, sounds like something I could do. You could have an online store. Sounds on like something moving Christmas. outside of my paper calendar. Yeah. Ooh. Liz carries sounds around scary, a giant but paper calendar. New and exciting all at once. I might try it. I'm going to try it today. You can start your free trial site today at squarespace.com. And when you decide to, make sure to use the offer code GIRLBOSS to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. So tell me about Moon Juice. What were the first products that you started with and how have you expanded as you've grown? So we opened the doors with juice and milk and some raw snacks. And it was a tiny little storefront in Venice. And we were juicing in the back. But I'm really interested in Moon Juice as being an educational platform because the way that I look at health and happiness and beauty is it's not one product. And I think maybe that's why people do find us and resonate with us is we sell some stuff, buy our stuff or don't buy our stuff, but here's a recipe you can make at home. Here's something you can do out of your bulk bin wherever you are. Here's something you can do and open up your own juice shop in Sweden whatever you want, but let's just all get on board and start doing this stuff because it works. And that's really where the thing is born from and what gets me up every day and doing it. You found out you were pregnant the day you started the business? I found out I was pregnant like five days after signing the lease. Oh, my God. What was that like? Um, was it like, I'm pregnant with opportunity? Were you like... No. No. Wouldn't it be great if I could sit here and say that? I don't know. It seems like... <laughs> I, I can laugh and smile and tell you the truth yeah, because yeah. It's, it's worked out well. Cool. No, I looked and I thought, oh my God, I've ruined my life. How Do old anything. are you? 27? Um, Fertile. Yeah. <laughs> guess so. Uh -huh. I've ruined my chance of being a good mother and having a blissful pregnancy and I've ruined my chance at having a good business. And so that was the beginning of a journey where I thought I had confronted a lot of stuff and had been meditating and doing all sorts of groovy things for some years. And that was a very confronting moment of, okay, here's all my fear. You were like, I want a kid, so I'm going to do this? Uh-huh. Yeah. There, there wasn't ever a thought of... I this don't. is inconvenient timing. Uh-huh. What is your child's name? Rohan Bacon. It's <laughs> cool. At least as a single mom, you get to use your last name. <laughs> <laughs> so you were starting a business with an infant. How did you make that work? It freed something up in me where my 
personality prior to all of this was very alpha in control. It's got to look a certain way. It's got to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I know exactly how to prepare for this and control all variables. Yeah. I'm in control. I got this. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I had a new business and my tits were out literally mm-hmm. like nine hours a day. And I may have been crying three hours a day in public. Wow. There was no office to go run to. I was just there on full display with a nursing child. Did you have support? My mom came out. Cool. My mom was super helpful. And I think she came out for about three weeks. She's probably so stoked to be a grandma. She is. Yeah. She is. And she's another. She's, if she wasn't, she'd be hassling you about it right now because that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's a lady boss, so she could cool. relate to the, the working thing. When I consume say, this alchemy, what can I expect? You can expect to... Because this chocolate alchemy tastes pretty good. It is pretty say. good. I know. If you consistently do it, you can expect to have the obvious physical changes. I can tell you about my journey. I can tell you about stuff that I've seen happen to thousands of people around me that are, you know, either writing me letters or showing me in the shop. But there's the initial excitement of, I just feel really good. Mm -hmm. I feel really happy. I feel really good. Look at my skin. Look at my hair. I don't know why I'm not eating as much. I don't know why I didn't have coffee this morning. It's so weird. I don't really feel like drinking wine that much anymore. But I'm feeling really good. I Mm -hmm. feel really excited. Then there's the physical stuff of my skin looks better and I don't have allergies or I'm sleeping better. Um, The most profound thing, though, that happened to me and that I see with people and that I really see the change happen with people when they can consistently stick with some part of this alchemy is the personality change. That's what I hope for, truly, in Mm -hmm. people with eating this way and adding some of these elements is that everybody gets to meet themselves again that feels out of alignment. That's cool. Cool. I keep looking at your fingers, and I first thought it was a spray tan. Is that juice product? Oh, no. I know. This is hysterical. This It looks like I've been smoking hash all night. <laughs> is that what that – you know more than I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't smoked pot in 10 years, but I did yeah. smoke hash last night. <laughs> no, it's – okay, I was trying out these Hobie ear candles. Oh. Do you know these? I know of ear candling. Yeah. Okay, so I was ear candling last night because I can't – I have such – I haven't been able to hear. I've also been popping my ears. Oh, no. So I was up till 3 o'clock in the morning, ear candling. Don't you usually need help with that? Like someone does it with you? I'm I don't know. I'm a girl boss. You have to like lay on your side. <laughs> <laughs> I just girl boss that ear candle cool. all by myself. I was like, I don't think she has a spray tan. No, um. <laughs> no it's ear That's candling awesome. and then it's matcha probably stuck on my hands. Cool. Good things to stay in your body. What have the last five years looked like and, you know, what are you up to now? Um, There's a part of me that thinks, God, wouldn't it be so great to have an office that I actually show up to every day and a desk and a team and a meeting and that kind of structure. At this point, I'm going back and forth between L.A. and New York a lot. What's up in New York? Hopefully Moon Juice is up in New York soon. Cool. You know, there's that kind of travel today. Today I came down here. No, today I got up and worked with my editor in New York on final dummy for the book oh my god congratulations yeah when does that come out fall what does your team look like how many people do you have i feel like we're hovering around 70 wow that's amazing the team is mostly female 
Oh, no, 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 that's not true. We've brought in some great, some great males very recently. 70 people. So what are the departments? What, what well, there's, so there's all the kitchen stuff that happens. And there we are operating pretty much 24-7 out of that kitchen. So there is juice and milk stuff that happens in the middle of the night that gets shipped off to our stores at dawn. How many stores? Melrose Place will be our third. We've got Silver Lake okay. on Sunset, and then we've got Rose Avenue in Venice. Okay. We have a lot of wholesale that we do as well. So we've got our storefronts. And actually, you know, the model that I'm really interested in is not how many juice shops can we open and how fast can we do it, mm-hmm. but it's really how can we have three to five juice shops in an area New York and L.A. is really what we're interested in right now. Mm-hmm. But how do we make that the ultimate education experience? Having people that are highly, highly educated and passionate about how you can transform your life with these things and really having them stay on board with us for a long time and be able to reach people. Like high touch. Yeah, looking and feeling a certain way. Continuing to build out our e-commerce, which works. And we've got this incredible community of people out there in the world that have found us. How do they hear about you? I don't know. I don't know how we've done the things that we've done. I just know that we did them. Mm -hmm. And it felt right every step of the way. Mm -hmm. And when you scale out and you start hiring so many more people, and spreading yourself way too thin to personally touch everything, you have to go back and really start to build out this brand architecture. You reach a point where you can't just muscle through anymore, Mm-mm. where you have to, like you said, architect the plan yeah. to execute against, and that's a really hard thing. And when you do have a brand like you do and like we do, it's incredibly, and just even in my own experience, I know that it's so hard to maintain that, even with a really talented team. Yeah. And that's also the beauty of a founder-led business, but you can't, scaling a founder, scaling one person is really, really hard. When there's something off in the voice and the tone and the look, that's much more upsetting to me than having a month where the numbers are off. It's upsetting to me every time it happens. You know, and everybody else looks at you like, "Mm, no one's going to die. It's all going to be fine. And it's like, no, you don't understand. It's not going to be fine. Yeah. And I am going to stay up and do whatever it takes to make this right and personally do it because that's that's what this brand is made out of. And people think you're an asshole if you mm-hmm. correct them because they're trying to do a good job. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot at stake. And yep. I think I've accepted we're not going to get it right every time mm-hmm. because we're producing such a volume of content with the pace that we move, but it's hard, yeah. I'm trying to figure out, personally and professionally, how to relate with human beings. And I hate to get into the female talk of it all, Uh and poor me, because I'm a woman in business and it's really hard, but one of the things that I also experience is, because I am a female, there is an expectation that my bedside manner should be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I do think that the the all business sense of urgency, no nonsense, 
is better received when it comes from a man. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine there's a lot of people who expect you to be like, woo-woo, I just made some juice, and it totally worked. And I know, I'm sorry or that to there's people that, Or that there's people <laughs> who work for you who are like, who just think they're going to join a commune because they're attracted to some of the things that you do. And Yeah, and I think that, you know, the disappointment that comes out from people like, that experience me, whether I it's this through... this all going to be spiritual all yeah. the time. Why aren't we doing yoga every yeah. day yeah, yeah. in the office? No, I don't have people in the office that really say that. But I think, you know, whether it's somebody that comes and works for me personally or within the business and someone walks away feeling bad, it's that it was too business-like and it was just too mm-hmm. intense and it was too much. But Do you internalize that? Do you ever think, God, am I mean? Usually not. And the thing that I like to remind myself of, I'm trying to bring uh, consciousness onto the planet. And so I feel really passionate about it. I was that little kid that was marching for Greenpeace. And I just feel like we are on a fast train and... Yeah, get, I, I don't get on, get on the train or get... Yeah, and, and I actually feel like, you know, when, when you are trying to bring something to help the planet, to help people, to make the world a better place, nowhere does it say you need to be lightweight and sweet. Yeah. And actually, I think it makes most sense to have a more militant person step this in. Says this girl in and a military to, jacket yes. in front of me. It's <laughs> a good one. And try to organize that. Another one of our sponsors is FreshBooks, which is a really cool business that allows you to create and send your own customized invoices like a real girl boss. Oh, yeah. It'll only take you about 30 seconds. Well, then I'm sold. To create an invoice. And FreshBooks will show you whether or not your client has opened the invoice that you've emailed them. So I wish I would have had that when I had my company, to be honest, because people lie. They're like, oh, we didn't get the bill. You got the bill at 1047 a.m. FreshBooks is offering a free month to all Girlboss listeners right now, and you don't need a credit card for the trial. Go to freshbooks.com slash girlboss and enter girlboss in the how did you hear about us section. I'm going to do it today. So on this podcast every week, I ask Mm -hmm. what was your Girlboss moment? And a Girlboss moment is kind of like a Hallmark moment or something. I don't know if they're going to sue us. But it's just like what did you do in the last week that – made you feel great it could be i ear candled at 3 a.m i girl boss moment it could be for a lot of people (laughs) for a lot of people it's like you know for liz who's on this show at the beginning she has a son and it would be something like i made lunch for my son five days in a row or also a single mom it could be anything for anyone but it's your proudest moment of the week and it doesn't have to be about work being a girl boss isn't about being the boss of other people it's just about being in control of your fate I'll ask you, what was your girl boss moment this week? Girl boss moment. Can I have it combined? It was like a girl boss hour. My mind went straight to it. We had a work crisis all weekend, and my four-year-old was not thrilled and couldn't quite understand why I was on the phone for 14 hours and looking at that box that's in my hand. Mm-hmm. And I kept trying to explain it to him, and it was just kind of like, this sucks thought you were taking me to the beach mm-hmm. you know and then comes the thing that just the deep heartbreaking regret of I-, I had to do this so that he could we could keep paying the school bills yeah 
But um, I wish that I had taken him to the beach and paid a little more attention to that time I was reading him the story. So I was having that moment, um, and and then he went to his dad's house. His dad picked him up from school the other day, and I was just really feeling heartbroken about my little, my boo, mm-hmm. and like really wanting to replay and go back and fix those moments. Then I get a call from Rohan's dad saying, Rohan has a present for you, and he knows you're at your office, and he wants to come give it to you. And he had made me a beeswax candle at school. That you later your candles with? <laughs> I know. No kidding. A, a lot of candle <laughs> talk. so cute. But, yeah, and he dropped it off and gave me a hug and a kiss, and I love you, and understood that I was at work. Oh, my God. And, His dad sounds pretty cool, too, because I know people who are with the father of their child and some of them don't make it as easy as that to be nice to mom. Well, so. his dad was having an awesome moment. Yeah. Driving yeah. my kid from his school to my office building and then waiting there 35 minutes outside because I was stuck in traffic on the 405 just to hand deliver that candle. That's pretty cool. That's it was like redemption moment. That was really good. So I have a few questions from the social media because okay. we announced that you were going to be on the show and asked people what they wanted to know. Cool. So we're going to give it to them. Grokey8 asks, who was your mentor? I mean, I can list Suzanne Goen certainly as a mentor. I've had, um, I've had incredible teachers in my adult life that are able to impart some pretty profound wisdom on me that translate directly to business. Somebody else may look in and say, aren't you meditating and doing yoga? But you know, I've had some incredible teachers that are bringing very ancient yogic knowledge to me that I can bring to work every day. Wouldn't be here without it. That's cool. Ryland asks, I've found that with leadership and responsibilities comes a lot of internal mind spinning that sometimes becomes overthinking. How do you keep your thoughts on target and mindful, free from constant worry? Mm. Or do you? (laughs) That's a great question. I don't usually. You know, I may have like a weird five minutes, but I don't. And if I did, I'd be dead. Do you meditate? I do. I do meditate every day. What does that do for you? It takes a lot of stress out of my system. So if I'm starting to feel like, hmm, here come the weird thoughts, Uh they're not going to stop, that is a great time to stop and do a little breathing, Mm -hmm. do a little meditating. If a sore throat comes on, I'm going to take a ginger shot. If a weird thought starts to happen, I'm going to sit down and do maybe just three minutes of some breathing, and it knocks it out. That's when I usually open a bottle of wine. Yeah. (laughs) That didn't work for me. It doesn't work. It doesn't work when you wake up the next morning. That's (laughs) becoming really difficult for me. Sati Kazaz asks Amanda, will she do a workshop? I want to do a workshop. Will you teach a workshop? I've taught workshops. Tell us about your workshops. I think that's what she wants to know. I've done workshops on beauty foods. And then really, you know, what are the five things you can do as a daily practice or at least five things you can know about that will help you get on and stay on your path to wellness. 
What makes Moon Juice Shop the real deal and not another health fad? This is coming from Cam013. Hmm. Oh, because, you know, I find that when things are health fad or any type of fad, you can usually trace it back to somebody trying to sell one thing. And we are not trying to sell one thing. Moon Juice is a way of living. Yeah, we sell many things. Where I'm coming from and what I speak to is never buy my stuff. It's the cure-all, and here's one answer. It's really eat healthy fats, eat vegetables, have minerals. Yeah. What advice would you give to girls who are maybe rubbing some food together in a kitchen trying to make a fire, who want to do something, maybe don't know where to start, have lots of talents, can't choose one, maybe have no talent, haven't discovered it? What would your advice be? I would say there is that sweet spot between being a fool, don't be a fool, (laughs) but not to think twice about too many things. And so trust your gut. Trust your gut. Your clean gut. Get that gut clean and then trust your gut. (laughs) Don't trust your dirty gut. Don't trust your dirty gut. Don't trust your dirty gut. That's good advice. (laughs) Don't let your dirty gut make you think that you don't trust yourself. Uh-huh. And then resilience. Yeah. Resilience. You just do it and do it and do it and do it. Uh-huh. And when you don't feel like doing it, you just do it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay, that was Girl Boss Radio. Thank you so much for listening. Our producer is Shara Morris. Thanks also to Kristen Meisner, Laura Mayer, and Andy Bowers at Panoply. Please let us know what you think of the show. You'll find us on Twitter and Instagram at Girl Boss. Our email address is podcast at girlboss.com, and you can find me at Sophia Amoruso on Twitter and Instagram. For exclusive content from today's show, please go to blog.nastygal.com. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us in iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to leave us a rating or comment wherever you subscribe. It will help other people discover our show and hopefully breed another crop of girl bosses for all of us to work with.